Hey there guys, Grizzly here. Before we dive into the latest exciting installments of the Slopescast, I wanted to give everyone a reminder that I will be streaming live on the 18th of February to raise funds and awareness for SANS as part of the Gaming for Good scheme. SANS exists to bring awareness and provide support for parents that have suffered the loss of a child through stillbirth or neonatal deaths and offers bereavement resources to thousands of parents across the UK. From 10am GMT, I will be pushing my limits and aiming for a full 24 hours, playing games from my childhood to the modern day with some friends and special guests which are to be announced. It would be awesome if you could come and join us. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash grizzlycraden. Link is in the podcast description, YouTube and Twitch should that be too difficult to spell. Hope to see you there and now on with the show. You have just been invaded by... Hey there guys, this is DJ Slope from Slope's Game Room and you're listening to Slopescast, the retro gaming news show recorded live on Twitch with my co-host Grizzly Cryden. If you like the podcast and you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider becoming a Patreon or YouTube member. And if you have any particular news stories that you would like us to cover in a future episode, then please do let us know in the dedicated rooms over on Discord. Plus, if you are listening to the podcast on any of the many podcast services around the world, then please do give us a little review. It really does help us spread our wings and get into the earlobes of plenty of other podcast goers. Anyway, enough of the plugs. Let's get on with the show. Hey there guys, DJ Slope here from Slope's Game Room and it is time once again for Slope's Cast with my co-host, Grizzly Cryden. How you doing, buddy? Yes, much better than last week. So if you're on the podcast platforms, you're listening in and wondering where the hell is my last week's episode, you'll know that it, it was entirely my my fault. Uh, mm. I was sick and couldn't talk or naughty, see. Naughty, naughty, naughty. It was naughty, um, but in the... On the plus side, I made a rather attractive Minecraft statue. So, you know, oh. there, there are worse things that can happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a thing that happened. Yes. Um, but yes, uh, what's happening this week is five topics instead of the six plus a few extra. Because um, one of those topics is going to be a little bit beefy. Uh, yeah. Grizzly, why don't you talk us through our five topics? And let's see if you guys can work out which is the beefy one. Right, okay, so this week we're going to be talking about a playable Slopescast game. Wow, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that How amazing that is it to say that? How yeah. amazing is it to say that? So we'll go into a bit more detail, but that comes from our uh, our good friend Michael Towns, also known as Game Boy Buoy Games. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, mm-hmm. And it's available for free to play on itch.io for any good Game Boy emulator. Yeah. Um, then we talk about Yacht Club Games releasing uh, their latest Kickstarter for Mina the Follower, uh, which is their follow-up to Shovel Knight. Um, we're going to ask each other the question, just what the hell is going on with the Amico? <laughs> then we're going to talk about Google potentially deprioritizing the Stadia system. And lastly, we talk about Nintendo Direct. And believe Absolutely. it or not, that's not the beefy topic. No, it's, it's not. 
Oh man, have we got something? We got we we got plenty to talk about when it gets to the Amico section because a lot has happened over the last couple of weeks, last week really. Um, but we will get there because firstly, oh, let let's talk about something that I I never thought we would say. So something really freaking awesome. There's a Slopes Cast game, guys. Slopes Cast the game year one. It was only uh, what a few weeks ago we celebrated our, our um, about a month ago we celebrated our one year anniversary of Slopes Cast, and without a doubt, our most hardcore supporter who is watching us live on Twitch, over on YouTube, and he's in this Discord chat right now in the voice chat, um, has actually uh, turned our yearly shenanigans into a video game. You've played it through, haven't you? I have, and boy, does it go places! <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a it's a relatively short adventure. Um, yeah, but I do like the fact it has a little to be continued. Uh, I'd mm -hmm. rather not spoil it here. Maybe we can do a playthrough at some point. But uh, yeah, I feel like if you're if, if you're a fan of the Slopes Cast, and it's really weird to to say a fan of the Slopes Cast. We we always refer yeah, to yeah. you as as listeners and friends and a community that was hopefully building along um mm -hmm. we we welcome you to play it because you might even see some other names in there that you uh were not expecting to see yeah yeah um, our regular people from the chat make uh some some of which make appearances in the game um what i will say is um like my own personal whatsapp groups i have with my own friends you know that i've grown up with over the years we have so many hardcore inside jokes that if anyone uh reads our messages that are outside of our group it's a bit it's a bit Japanese. It's like another language. It's really hard to, to understand what we're talking about because it's just full of in, inside jokes. This game is full of inside jokes over the last year. Things that we've talked about. Uh, for, it, it's good in effect. A lot of things that we, we, we bring up constantly. Uh, I'm not going to ruin it, but I will say things like Soldier Boy, NFT, Amico, um, some of the games that we play, some of the things that have happened. And a lot of acquisitions. A lot yeah. of acquisitions. There's, there's, uh, yeah, there's... Uh, yeah, absolutely. There, there, there's it, it goes places, as as um, as Grizzly says, and it's just so awesome that a game is <laughs> the trailer for it. <laughs> so uh, I would also suggest um, for those playing, wait, uh, don't uh, go until you see the cre uh, until after the credits roll, because there's oh, course, like yeah. a little bit more to the game. I think Mike was a bit worried that people would uh, quit out before they got to see it, so just wanted mm -hmm. to let you know. Absolutely, and and, and um, Mike, Game Boy Games, uh, yeah, thanks so much for <laughs> turning the Slopes Cast into a, into a game. It, it, it's bonkers, absolutely bonkers. And I am actually going to put you guys uh, a couple of links. Firstly, to his website where he makes his own games, right there. Yeah, I spy Larry Bundy Jr. Absolutely, you do indeed. You do <laughs> indeed. Uh, so there's a link to his own website, but if you want this game in particular, which is free from his itch.io page, yeah, uh, you can go and check that out as well. And I'm going to leave a link to that in the chat. And if you guys are listening um, on, on any podcast services, uh, though, it'll be down in the description as well. Uh, Mike, mate, Michael Towns, absolute legend. Thanks for all the support, mate, and thanks for doing this because it's it's also uh, just want to call out. I believe Mike also has an Etsy store. Um, where he mm -hmm. uh, he sells some of the games he's made. Um, so, by all means, uh, please do check uh, to check that out as well and support a independent developer. Um, 
definitely. If the Etsy store doesn't work, please see, feel free to use in, eBay instead. But yeah, he's he's created a bunch of little games like this, and I I love it when you know we get like a uh, indie developer, um, completely supporters, aren't we, on this completely show. unsolicited. We we did we didn't call out for this. We didn't ask him to build the game. He just completely did it off his own. Back he just did it. <laughs> it's amazing, you know. Yeah, it's great. To um, see. Yeah, if you guys have been watching for over the last several months or even since the beginning, owe it to yourself to play this. It's not going to take much longer than half an hour to get through. It's it's fun. A lot of memories. A lot of memories. Who has Microsoft yeah. bought this time? A sandwich. There you go. Yeah, there's a lot of jokes. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of yeah. jokes. <laughs> thank you very much, mate. Can't, can't, I literally can't thank you enough. What an absolute legend. What a legend. Ah, well, um, We look forward to the that. sequel. Yeah, year two. Ooh. Let's not do that. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. Um, moving over to topic number two. Thank you again. Thank you. Another indie developer, although some serious money this one's getting. We, we can't afford to pay you uh, like this, uh, Michael Towns. Yeah. Um, so, so the people that made Shovel Knight. Yes. Uh, I mean, these guys have pedigree when it comes to the, the crowdfunding thing. So... Mm-hmm. I I I feel like it's a pretty safe bet to turn around and say this is probably worth like pledging if you have any interest in the game, uh, because these guys clearly know what they're doing. They can clearly deliver. And how long did they support Shovel Knight with additional content? It's nuts. It's got to be probably the greatest success success story on Kickstarter. I, I'm struggling to think of anything that's done better. Yeah, definitely. I looked I after mean, the, the backers more than Shovel Knight. And it's all a completely new IP, independently developed, um, crowdfunded by pretty much everyone, and then just, yeah, just a roaring success for this mm-hmm. like, level of developer. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to playing this one. Uh, it looks like it's uh, it, like a Link's Awakening DX type thing, even down to the color palette, the way everything looks, the way everything moves. Um, yeah. And I just love everything about it so far. I'll probably be picking up physical, uh, sticking pledge down for a physical release, even yeah. though it's not going to be here until about 2023. So, yeah. That's the only downside about these things. You've got to wait for them. Absolutely. Mina the Hollower, it is. It's over on Kickstarter right now. Um, they wanted, actually, I've got mine tr- uh, put up as US dollars, but. Whatever three hundred eleven thousand five hundred and three dollars was, uh, and they've uh, already two hundred and thirty k, and okay. they've raised six hundred and three k as of the time I put my uh, cheat sheet back together. Wow, is it, is it in pounds? That's that's in pounds, yeah. Right, let's have a look. Continue. Uh, yeah, two hundred and thirty thousand and ninety four pounds. So they made um, an extra ten k. An extra 15k yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, 100% they're going to hit a million. I, 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 100% I think they're going to hit a million. And um, yeah, like I say, if you're into this sort of thing, give it a go. Um, so th- th- these are obviously great developers. What I will say is um, I feel like even though obviously the platforming genre is obviously very oversaturated, I do feel like the copying Zelda style top-down genre is also um, very, very... Uh, oversaturated especially in the indie scene i mean this is going to be going up against things like uh death store um which i'm really excited to play zelda itself like you know you got those uh top down zelda games that came out was it the uh was it link's awakening for the uh yeah. for the switch um 
Revere, I think it was called. Uh, Minute. Uh, I think even Loop Hero, to a degree, is a bit kind of like a Zelda thing. Not really, I suppose, too much. But def definitely Death Store and stuff like that. So it's got a lot of competition. And um, I, I think it's going to be good. Um, I just... I, 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 I Personally, I'm probably not going to pick it up because I only, only have enough time for one or two of those games. Um, uh, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think the reason why I, I like this one so I like the look of this one so much is because it's from Yacht Club. The when they yeah. did Shovel Knight, it was very much like a Mega Man game. And let's just face it: if Shovel Knight released on its own as just another indie game release, people wouldn't. It probably wouldn't have turned that as many heads as it did. Mm -hmm. But because it was one of the original like retro games on Kickstarter, it took a while to come out and then it came out and it was amazing, like really well made. Um, you know, the music was fantastic. The graphics were oh, fantastic. Yeah. The offering was just in general, really great value. Um, it gives me hope that this will give us something a little bit different and just a masterful rendition of that classic as opposed to just being you know any indie game i mean let's mm -hmm. just face it it's being funded considerably well uh through kickstarter um yeah well more funded than say most games of its type and that gives them the edge i think and plus yeah. also you have the the aspect there where there's expectation now you've yeah. got you know people are expecting a shovel knight level success they're expecting they're, to get their money's worth they're expecting for their pledge to be you know well placed and you know respected and i believe your club can do that and as a result we'll get something really really good at yeah, least I nintendo so. quality yeah yeah and that's the thing like i when it comes down to these 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 indie developers that make uh, uh retro styled games they're dime a dozen. They, there's so many of them. Every single day on Steam, you're going to find another 15, 20 games that are like, not necessarily this type of genre, but within you know that same retro sphere. And um, it's get people like this, uh, and I would say people like Bitmap Bureau that are the absolute cream of the crop. Um, yeah. These are the people that they're they're at the top of their game, the way forwards. You know, like they're they're they're, they're almost getting to that yeah. level uh ones that you definitely need to be keeping an eye out of um so even though this isn't you know it's only because it's not the type of genre that i would normally follow i still recommend definitely keeping an eye on them and uh coming from someone that covers a lot of kickstarters scams i would say that this is definitely one that you're probably <laughs> i would say pretty much guaranteed to be in safe hands with um, yeah yeah the, the, these are good guys and uh, I've, I've never ever known a Kickstarter to look after their backers more than these guys did with that original um, uh, that original game. I mean, they, they, the amount of add-ons they added to Shovel Knight it, it, it bordered on absurd, and and the backers got yeah. everything. Like the um, the the treasure trove collection that I got um, like years after the fact on Switch. It's so so packed full of content, wasn't there? Like a little rhythm action game that they added to it. Yeah, you got, you got all that new the, like Tetris type mode. game as well. Yeah, you got the boss modes and everything, and that's all included. You know, that's a twenty-five yeah. quid cartridge. But as you say, the the Kickstarter backers they got everything. Now, if you compare that to the likes of say Shenmue Three, mm -hmm. where there were multiple pre-order bonuses that you could get from different retailers. And none of the backers got access to any of that stuff because it was exclusive to those pre-orders. I felt like that was the 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 biometric opposite of what mm -hmm. Kickstarter should do. Because if you're if you're backing it, if you were the reason for that game to exist, 
you really should be getting everything <laughs> that the game has to offer. Um, but no, they carved it up because of you know deals and Epic Game Store and all yeah, that. yeah. It's just these guys it's, do it. It's right. a blueprint on how to how to how to do it as a backer on Kickstarter at least. You definitely should feel like you're 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 getting something more than uh, you know if, because you you were willing to support its creation. Yeah. Um, more than a simple slipcase, and yeah, oh, these for sure, guys, yeah, these guys did it. These guys did it, and I, I, I've got loads above me. I, I was looking through my Switch games earlier. I had someone come over and they were looking. They went, "Oh, I never played Beautiful Joe." No, not sorry, not Beautiful Joe. Uh, wonderful one, uh, wonderful one hundred and one. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Neither have I actually. Um, and he goes, I was going to buy it. It was only a tenner. And I spent like sixty odd quid on that. <laughs> that like, is the only downside of Switch collection, isn't it? Yeah, you could have uh, a game from like <laughs> ten years ago being re-released, and it's full price. It's like forty quid, and yeah. it's just like, do I really need Jedi Outcast Two on Switch for forty pound? <laughs> yeah, as much as I'd like it, I don't feel like I need it. Exactly, but, but but his ten pound version doesn't come with a very slim, falls off the case if you pick it up white sleeve that says "Thank you backers" on it. So, who's yeah. the mug now? Uh, the answer yeah. is me. The answer is me. My copy of Shenmue Three, which I've never played, <laughs> <because> <laughs> I was so disgusting. I was uh, I was so annoyed by the end of it. Yeah, I've got it. I'm sure I have. I definitely back that. Oh yeah, because I got a, I got the special case for that as well. That came with the special slipcase, the blue one. That's why I keep forgetting I've got it because you can't see it on the side. It's just blue. So it just blends in <laughs> into nothing. <laughs> it's like a shadow. Uh, and I've also got one for uh, Bloodstained as well. But I, was, I was well happy that I backed that. That was um, the, the, even, even including the drama. It was good to, to follow that. Talking yeah. of drama. Hey, here we go. Crowdfunding, I suppose you could, or investing, whatever. Um, it's time. It's time to chat about the Amico. So I think my favorite favorite part about doing the uh, yeah because we every week you don't see these this this in the background guys but every week I do a cheat sheet uh, which basically gives us a few of the pointers. It makes sure we keep on track and that we don't just meander off because we like to meander. Absolutely. Um, the first bullet point I've got for the Amico uh, next to all of the other facts is. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a doozy. and there's there's you, you, it's definitely the biggest section that you've written down here with bullet points. And I reckon you haven't seen what I've added, but um, I've doubled it. Wow. Okay. So there's a well, lot to talk about. Well, so let's, hit it. let's do this. Oh boy, indeed. Tommy steps down as CEO, reported to be looking after his dad, who is sick right now. And yes, you put in brackets there, but without a doubt, before we get into the bashing of all of everything that's going on, yeah, best wishes to Tommy. It's not a nice situation that he's in. I'm not going to go into detail. It he's very yeah. much publicly put all of this information out himself, which people people grieve and people uh, treat issues that they have in their life differently. I'm someone that personally doesn't talk too loud about the the differences I had. I I, I can talk about it now because years have passed but if you go back and look at my year in review i think it was like 2019 or 2020 whenever it was that particular year when i was doing it was i think it was like my first or second year of going full-time on youtube i had a lot of issues in in the um family and yeah it was all to do with cancer stuff i had we we, we had like three in the space of about a year it was um 
two family members, one sadly passed and another friend that, that, that happened there. I'm not going to go into detail what happened, but um, yeah, it was a hardcore year. I'm someone that keeps all of that stuff in. And then once we got to the end of it all, you know, people were able to be treated. Obviously someone sadly passed, blah, blah, blah. That's when I said, look guys, I've had a really hard year, but um, no disrespect to anyone listening. Personally, for me, I like to keep that stuff in. I, I, I talk to my, my friends. I talk to, to, to you, Grizzly. I remember talking to you about it. Um, but in the back yeah. end, you know, I don't talk to, not that you guys are random and I don't think anything less of you people, but I don't know you personally. I don't talk to people I don't know personally about issues that I have in my own personal life. Uh, Tommy Tallarico, um, a, along with people I know in the real world as well, is one of those people that likes to, to put that sort of stuff out there uh, and, and get praise and, and, and get uh, support. And that was his way of dealing with it. Um, it's not how I would personally go about doing these things, um, but I think it very much shows the sort of person that Tommy is. He gets out there. He talks about the issues in his life um, and, and, and everything that's going on completely. So, yeah, I mean, else, yeah, we got to say best wishes to you, uh, Tommy, for, for the shit that you're going through in, in your personal life right now. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I also admire the restraint from the from the uh, the Amico community and the anti Amico community for not dogpiling on the situation in terms of going after Tommy. You know, he's he's in a very vulnerable place right now. Um, because nothing substitutes family and it doesn't matter whether we're talking about like a, a small indie console which the amico essentially is or the ps ps6 you know at the end of the day no substitute for family and you got to do what you got to do when it comes to it and um, as simple as that um, uh yeah <clears throat> you are not wrong and whilst we chat here i am going to quickly get something up that i um was shown it was not something I was going to publicly show or talk about because this is Tommy's thing. Tommy's dealing with this his own way. How it, how you know how we all deal with things our own way. I went to I remember I went to one of my friends' um, dad's funeral, and he was joking there about how he can get us to the front of the queue at the funeral and stuff. But that was his way of dealing with it. It's not yeah. how I would. Everybody deals with grief and 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 the issues that they go through in their personal life differently. This is how we done it. And like I say, and I'm, I'm seeing people say, and I know people in here that are not fans of the Amico and stuff like that are still showing support, support and that's how I, yeah, I respect you guys yeah. for, for acting like that. However, however, unfortunately, he is getting messages, or at least he got one message. Yeah. And I'm going to show this up right now because I know other people have. His close friends also shown this up as well. Um, Saggy Melons, I'll say who it was. It's getting stuff like this. What a name. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah, I'm not going to say what it is. Uh, I, I have to, actually, because people are listening. Uh, Lowell, your father is dying like you. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of haters out there right now, and it's pushing into this sort of thing. Unfortunately, when you do put yourself out there, uh, the, the way Tommy has, you're going to get backlash like this, especially in this situation um, that he's 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 currently in with with everything going on with the Amico, where he's got a, 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 a hardcore community that love it and a hardcore community that hate it. Um, yeah, uh, people want him to fail and people want him to succeed. And um, I, I, I'd like to think people in the chat here don't want him to fail. Um, uh, you know, we all want this thing to succeed. Uh, yeah. Like um, uh, when, yeah, when we, when, sorry, there. when 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 we when we started this podcast, we we have always kind of acknowledged 
uh, that even the people who are anti-Amico right now, uh, mm-hmm. of all people who would be happiest the most to see this, this platform succeed, it would be them. Because quite frankly, I feel like people are negative to the point of wanting to be proved wrong. Mm-hmm. And yeah, whether or not that's going to happen, probably not in this case, judging by what we're looking at. Um, you know, I, I feel like that there, there would be a rally around if this turned out to be a massive success. They'd probably just either sit back and say fair enough or get in along alongside the celebration. Mm-hmm. You know? That's... Now, of course, uh, like I was saying, people deal with this sort of stuff differently. Um, Tommy himself uh, has, has put this information out there himself. Um, you, one side of the coin, he's doing this because this is the sort of person he is. He wants to, you know... Uh, be upfront with things that is going on in his personal life. I, I tend to think I, I'm, I'm in that camp. That's what I think he's doing because even in the early days when people were pro Amico or at least more pro Amico, he would be in every single comment section ever because he is that sort of person that just yeah loves to get involved. But then there is the other side of the coin to the point where the reason he's showing you this information um, is because he has stepped down as CEO to a more um, uh, uh, design gamey role um and this is proof as to why he's done that um and yeah the person that has taken over is phil uh where is it phil adam yep and we'll get more into him in a moment so the chief revenue officer uh phil uh, adam yet yeah, like i said he's the person that has uh, stepped up to take over as the ceo role from my understanding, um, uh, from speaking to a lot more of the pro people that, that, that speak to Tommy, um, and uh, I, I, I've spoken to Tommy in the past as well, as you guys know, the people that are up top, it's always been the same people. So the fact of whatever their titles are, it doesn't really make too much of a difference. I personally think it has made a bit of a difference, and we'll get to that, we'll get to exactly why in a moment. But um, the, the, the image they're putting across is the fact that this isn't going to make any difference. This isn't going yeah. to make any difference. Tommy's still going to have, not necessarily final say. Well, yeah, I, I, I would say he probably does still have final say, but it's still going to be the the the, the decision yeah. between those three or four people, whoever they are at the top. You know, John Alvarado. <laughs> he's he's considered uh, his his new job title as chief uh, creative officer. That's CEO. it. Yeah. So yeah. it is like almost second rung from the top, if if yeah, you can yeah. call it that. They're, they're all sat at the same table. Nothing really changes in that respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a title, really. Now, with uh, the new uh, CEO in place, it does seem a little bit more... I, I'm getting a bit more of a corporate feel uh, with everything going on now in television. And it's that's a good thing. That is a good thing. We've needed that more con- corporate, proper businessy sort of structure but I still don't think it's where it needs to be, in my no. personal opinion. So the next bullet point that you've written here is uh, Phil cites that one of the challenges facing in television currently is keeping the company afloat as a result of not making any money since the firm was purchased in 2018. Yeah. And so I can see they're already being umbrage towards that quote because people are going to go, well, what about the, the crowd funds? What about all of this, you know, fig money that, the kickstarter money they've all got them here the games yeah the the physical media i apologize (laughs) but they they've always kind of said that this is to to plow into the console i mean companies very rarely operate at at a profit when they haven't released a product you know it's Mm -hmm. just 
Yeah. I, I, I don't like comparing to Microsoft and all these other things because this is a completely different ball game. But what you've got to think of that the original Xbox didn't make any money until the Xbox 360, I believe. Um, I think they lost money on the original Xbox, but they set the groundwork, you know? And, you know, look at Xbox now. Yeah. Um, definitely. Buying up <laughs> Blizzard. I think they've done all right. Um, so the below. Um, and above comes from a document shared from uh, by Phil, uh, an SEC filing shared on Intellivision's website last week. It's mostly related to Intellivision's risk. Um, so, yeah, the the is is mentioned about the fact that you know if this is coming out, the price is going up. Yeah, and um, the yeah, go on. Yeah, they 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 cite like so this section where they talk about risk. It's all about the the risk assessment, and every company has one of these. And there's it always reads like doom and gloom because you've got to factor in everything. So when they're trying to attract investors, like angel investors, or whether they be other companies looking to get in on the Amico, um, they're essentially saying, right, well, yeah, this is a risk. It might never actually come out. It might not be fully operational. Um, so the the actual quote on this one, it is possible that may, there may never be a fully operational Intellivision Amico. It is possible that the failure to release the product is a result of a change in business model upon the companies making a determination that the business model or some other factor will not be in the best interest of the company and its stockholders, members or creditors. This basically gives them an out. Um, exactly. To stop them from saying, right, well, the console never came out. We never promised it. Um, we never promised it to you, the investor. Um, so don't sue us when or if this ever happens. So that doesn't mean that the curtains are drawn. Uh, it means that they've got the they've got the possibility to be to be out, um, and they need that clause in there to assess their risk and ensure that they've got you know the ability. I'm not, to I'm not heavy on the. Um, uh, uh, the the accounting side, I suppose, or, you know, yeah. lawyer side, but the fact that they've added in, that into this one, and it is important to look at this as an investment, not a crowdfunding thing, because it is different. It's still technically crowdfunding in the sense that it's earning money, but it is this is different than how you look at things like Kickstarter, um, or even how I dealt with Fig, even. Yeah. So they've put that in this one, but they've already done a round of investments, because obviously I think it was uh, yeah, Smash JT put down 10K on this. That yeah. clause, I'm certain, was not in any kind of documentation when people were putting down investments the first time around. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure how Fig works specifically. Uh, I've never really used it. I know of two products that have been released, or you know, been you know, pretending to be released. That was Psychonauts Two and the Amico. Um, I believe there are hefty documentation that comes with it, but I don't know if this was ever covered. I'll be completely honest, uh, mm. because it was one of those things where, you know, I'm not that interested. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, also in that document, it does show that they're in quite a lot of debt. Uh, I don't think that's uncommon for a company that's trying to do what they're trying to do, but it does show the uh, pretty hefty figure, 7.2 million. It might even go into 8 million, I think, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, dollars. It, it's it's not a small amount. Like I said, I don't think... I'm, I, I, I'm not I'm not as surprised as everyone else is because at the end of the day, they're trying to release a console and the console isn't out yet. So surely, yeah, they're going to be down by a significant amount, but still, hey, um, it does 
at least show us that for sure, which is kind of a thing they have to yeah, add in Yeah, so just, just for the exact figures, because uh, I know that people looking at the screen and seeing the fig investment saying 7.2 million, um, and we're saying 7.2 million in debt. In, in fact, it's about 3.1 million in outstanding loans. Um, right. Which stands to reason that so they if they spent the initial investment on infrastructure and getting everything set up, getting on uh, paying off any legal fees that comes with buying the Intellivision name, um, it it makes it makes sense that they're going to have a certain amount of money behind because it's not about the hardware, which you know is probably a few hundred thousand uh, if it's as low powered as people. Uh, claim it to be but it's more so in building the software it's it's getting the translators it's getting the infrastructure in place for it to be able to be shipped mm -hmm. that takes a lot of startup and very few companies make it that far because yeah paul knight says in the chat i think the worst bit is the 100 dollars per console to pay back that dude to the tune of 100k so what you're saying there is someone's put down one of the more hardcore loans that's been agreed is the fact that 100 dollars needs to be paid back to that particular person there's an agreement on that particular loan that was um handed in an yeah. extremely hardcore loan um to to to, to have to sign um oh, not nice not nice yeah um, those, those are some hefty deals to be doing at such an early stage when the console hasn't been confirmed it's just mm -hmm. wow um that puts a lot of faith in your company, but also a lot of risk. And that's what mm -hmm. they're probably shouting out here. They're saying, right, okay, we're putting ourselves in a position if if things do go south and this thing doesn't come out. Um, yeah. Clearly, they're still trying, but um, if this thing doesn't come out, then we need that out. Ah, crazy, crazy, crazy. So mm -hmm. um, Phil Adam was the VP. Uh, the, the, yeah, this is another big blow that's come up recently. Um, it's important to... Oh, no, actually, I've got that as another point. So here we go. Phil Adam uh, was the VP of business for the Coleco Chameleon. That's something else that's come out recently. Uh, I mean, it's never been, uh, it's never been hidden. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, come to light, at least. It's a lot more public knowledge now. And um, as, we all know, as we all know, the Coleco Chameleon was a, um, well, it was a scam. There's no real other way of putting it. It was. Yeah. Uh, fake boards put inside and then fake boards again and it's the absolute like it's what i love about the internet being able to tr work all of this stuff out go into mental detective mode when when the internet wants to know something they will get to the bottom of it and um it always reminds me of uh, uh the shia labeouf <laughs> thing that he did when he was uh, what, what was the what was the big um just uh, uh, do it no, 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 no. He had, he had, he had like a, a flags, and he, he'd done it with Will Smith's son, and he would put it outside museums. People would talk to a camera, a webcam. It was just on all the time. Whatever else, whatever, whatever. But um, oh yeah, and the internet found out about it, and we're just like completely ripping into him. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I, I. I I'd like to think that Phil Adam wasn't in on everything that was going on there. It was very much the Mike Kennedy show when it comes down to the Coleco Chameleon. But um, still, wow. not a nice... Uh, uh, oh. I, that's, that's the kind of thing you leave off your CV uh, when, you, when you're starting a job. Because um, I remember specifically, uh, so Dan touched on it, with the fake PCBs being placed in inside the console shell. 
Um, I think it was worse than that. It was a Raspberry Pi. And no, they, one of was, them was a Super Nintendo Mini inside. That's it. it yeah, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. It was like another mini console. It's playing Super Nintendo games, and I think it was all discovered because when in the on the demo unit there was no power LED, <laughs> and let's let's not forget as well that the Coleco Chameleon used the Atari Jaguar shell, um, which is which now also, a uh, shower unit. Yeah. A medical, uh, you know, like a medical grade shower unit, like mm-hmm. design. It's just insane. What a story! But uh, this, this could beat it by the end. This, this whole Miko thing could beat it by the end. And this is why everyone's so interested. Um, well, that's the thing. What, what's significant about the Amico compared to the Coleco Chameleon is the fact that people have seen these. They've played on these. We've seen them working in these, like um, these game breakdowns we've seen the ui i mean we've talked about pretty much everything there is to know about the amico so far um so it's definitely further along but it really stands to reason and i know the phil adam thing does not help matters how much of that is actually true Mm -hmm. and and you know what so it is something so james uh bellegarde over on youtube says why would you partner with anyone associated with the coleco chameleon what you've got to understand is Giving Phil the benefit of the doubt here, you know, it could be completely wrong, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt at this point. Um, if you don't know, you don't know. If you look at this thing and you're like, well, hey, look at the amount that I'm making on, on Kickstarter, um, uh, that there's definitely a passion for this. I can do this. Why would you not jump on this? Yeah. Um, you know, like, he, he, he may not have known. That, I, I, I'd like to think he wouldn't know at the time. But still, at the end of the day, he was part of the Coleco Comedian. And without a doubt, that is... Yeah, yeah. I, I would say it's probably the biggest video game console scam of all time. Definitely within the world of crowdfunding. Um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. and Schmack Z, but we'll get onto that one another time. Yeah, I'm yeah sure. Schmack Z, of course. Yeah, um, um, the, I think I think what people need to realise here is that Phil Adam isn't the designer. He's not product manager. He's not graphic designer. He's not anything like that. He's got nothing to do with the operation about the console itself. He's the he was the chief revenue officer. That's a very different role. Got nothing mm-hmm. to do with the creative side. However much um, Amico wants to put forward that they're a family business, um, at the end of the day, there are people in there who don't really care about the Amico or the games themselves. They just want to make sure that the books match up, and that's what mm-hmm. Bill Adams really responsible for. And I would say for the for his stint at coleco if his job title was in fact the same probably was the same story there it was just mm-hmm. making sure that the books were right and then he got into some bad business we've all done it yeah it's quite funny i see old michael towns in the chat coleco amico gizmondo don't add an o to the end of your name and as i read that i was thinking uh i think nintendo would have something to say about that and he said yeah. <laughs> unless you unless you're nintendo yeah um so yeah you got that uh, another interesting thing that's happened over the last couple of weeks, Smash JT, uh, who I would say is probably one of the ultimate white knights um, uh, uh, waving the Amico flag. Um, not so much anymore. He is someone, in case you don't know, I'm sure you do if you follow this, is someone that actually invested $10,000 of his own money. He was someone that was a little bit critical uh, at first, a bit unsure about this new system, as I'm probably sure the majority of people were. Um, he then met up with uh, uh, Tommy. Tommy actually invited him along. Uh, it is a mental story. Like, I don't know anyone else that has a game company. You don't like the Amico? Well, come with me. Come with me. <laughs> Invites you to his house to show it to you. 
Um, obviously, drive you around his Ferrari. I know a lot of people, you know, look at that as like that's what won him over, and everything else is insane Spider Man collection, blah blah blah. But um, yeah, like that was well, whatever it was that it, 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 it turned him around. Uh, Smash JT, I'm sure he won't mind me saying, is a very critical YouTuber. If there's something to be critical about, he will be critical about it, even the positive stuff. But all of a sudden, he is in love with the Amico. And as the Amico goes further and further on and falls further down the rabbit hole of, of, of issues and delays and price hikes and God knows whatever else, yeah. he was always standing by it. Not so much now. Uh, and yeah. it's important to look at him, not just because he was someone that was in love with it um, for the longest time and no longer is, but um, it's important to look at him because he was someone that is actually invested into the system. Um, he, he put down $10,000 of his own money as stated. And it, it, I, I've written here in my notes that he's rallying against the company. You know, what? I, I, I take that back. I don't think he is rallying against the company. I think he's, he's getting to the stage, the, the realism of it now. Yeah. I, I think he wants, he, he, he now wants results and the fact that he's not getting them, um, is confusing to him and to many other people in here. And I'll get to me in a moment, my, my views in a moment, but, um, yeah, to, 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 yeah. Uh, so spoiler just, alert, I'm, I'm kind of getting in the same, becoming in the same boat. Yeah. Me and him are in the dinghy together. Yeah. So I, I was just having a quick look at the Twitter feed on this, and uh, I, Smash JT was talking about Qualcomm board prices recently. And he's basically said, uh, and I quote, based off researching current Qualcomm board prices, this project in the state it's in, it's a tall order which basically suggests that the prices are getting so high at the moment mm -hmm. that the ability to actually release the Amico for the in initial cost that they promised, um, it's actually looking possible that um, it's not going to happen <laughs> because of that. Um, well, they're not going to be able to fulfill original orders at the lower cost, uh, which was like, I don't know, what's the original pricing? It's um, not cheap. $250. <laughs> It's now looking at a hell of a lot more uh, to make sure that it can, you know, meet the specification that it needs to be. So yeah, not looking good. Even, you know, when Smash uh, is uh, going off, off of one and saying, "Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 Smash is going to cover this like no one's business now. Absolutely. Not. He, he, I mean, after he announced that he was no longer, you know, he, he well, not no longer. He wants results. He wants results. He's had enough of the free publicity on his yeah. channel. He wants to see results. Um, I think he's made like another two videos since then in the space of like a day. It was insane. Uh, so yeah, he's going to be covering this like no one's business. Every time something new comes out, he will be covering it. And um, oh, sad, sad, sad. Though he's not the biggest name out there, without a doubt. I think like unless you're within, unless you're in this little world, you you, you may not know who he is. But um, within the Amico world, yeah, every, everybody knows the name Smash JT. And unfortunately, he's um, for, for in television, he's um, he's flipped. Now, two names that are uh, very much in love with the Intellivision still um, are a couple of users by the names of Saggy Melons, uh, as you said, great name, uh, and the Retro Bro, who lashed out publicly back at Smash JT, uh, quite hardcore, the blocking going on, all the typical Twitter drama, blah, blah, blah. Um, and the only reason I've brought this up, uh, because it is silly Twitter drama, if I'm honest, let, let, let people fight, don't get involved, but it is important to see this as the fact that I, 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 I'm, I'm struggling to think of another example of like you want proof that there's a cult on both sides, you know, but definitely in the pro camp on this sense, in, in this sense, 
there it is. There it is. Like, there's Smash JT right there saying that, come on, where's the fuck are the results? Show us this bloody system. And, yeah, I mean, apparently there's a lot more going on behind the scenes there. Like, uh, you know, there's claims that, you know, Smash JT's sort of stabbed, um, I'm, I'm guessing it's Tommy in the back here, by doing something behind the scenes and then just come suddenly doing this video to get YouTube uh, uh, praise. But um, instantly, as soon as he's done that, Saggy Melons, Retro Bro, a couple of hardcore uh, uh, Amico lovers lashed out and it was a bit like wow come on what's going on here um people people need to stop being so heavily invested in the hate and the hardcore love and i feel like that's hardcore proof that there is without a doubt i I, I hate to use the word but amico cult as people call it an amico cult if you will ah yeah yeah i mean people just need to chill on either sides of the coin until you until you know for sure um but at the end of the day, you know, there has been, there's no doubt there's been questionable decisions and we've called them out um, as mm-hmm. much as we possibly can, uh, simply because, you know, we, we, we always do try to see both sides of the story. We try to give benefit of the doubt where possible um, or where it's, you know, you know, there's there's things we like about things like the games or the, the hardware. Mm-hmm. And there's certainly the whole idea of, of it being this family console um, I can see a lot of but um, I can see a lot of uh, benefits to that, as can Dan. But um, when it comes to this whole, we need to react now and we need to shout it out for being bad or you know not being as bad. Um, it kind of needs to stop. I think you know just until we the dust settles and we actually see what's happening with this thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to state as well that we are not a negative podcast. We like talking about the positives. And even when there's a negative thing coming out, like these, these, these NFT, uh, 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 what are they? Physical media cards. I still think we're, we're quite respectable in the sense that we try and find the positive in stuff. But right now, unfortunately for in television, um, there doesn't seem to be any kind of positive that's happened over the last couple of weeks whatsoever. This is the news and we're telling you it. (laughs) I'm sorry, lovers of the system out there, uh, but there, 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 there's nothing positive to say in this section that we're talking about right now. This is just everything that's happened over the last couple of weeks. And we're not over yet because um, very well respected, worked with me a couple of times, in, even in my early days. Love this guy, Shane Lewis, Rerez TV, um, a big supporter. Like, yeah, look, he's following me. I've followed him. We, we've worked together so many times in the past. He's a really, really good channel. Um, uh yeah he's someone that used to do what we do right now we, we he used to do uh, on his second channel sort of a an opinionated podcast sort of thing and um yeah this was when the amico was coming out he was giving his opinions and off the back of that in television made a sizzle reel now his quote in that sizzle reel is around the 359 mark where he says oh no, i've got it on mute but i'll tell you what it says um, if anyone's going to make a success, uh, make this a success and prove everybody wrong, it's going to be Tommy Tallarico now. I don't, know, I don't know about you, but that's a pretty awesome, awesome quote. That's a hell of a soundbite, you know, you know, to get, you know, without um, without, you know, soliciting that in any way. You know, it's a great soundbite. It's a beautiful soundbite. And you know what? Uh, having it off someone as respected as, as, as Shane, rightfully respected as Shane is, uh, Rerez TV, that's, a, that's, a, that's an awesome thing to say. Now, he's a busy guy. 
Um, and he didn't even know this scissor wheel was made back in 2019, along with plenty of other people. I think there's like um, RGTs in there. I think um, uh, uh, Riggs is in there as well. Um, he, he, he's only recently found out that this actually exists a couple of years later and has had a bit of a kickoff about it because the full quote, and I'll read it again, um if anyone's gonna make this a success and prove everybody wrong it's going it's gonna be tommy tallarico the full quote is actually if anyone's gonna make this a success and prove everyone wrong it's gonna be tommy tallarico so we'll see how it goes but i'm uh, i'm on uneven ground here i personally don't think it's gonna be a success <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is textbook 101 how to 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 mess around with someone's quote now what i will say what i will say guys is this happens more than you think oh yeah and, and we're talking for big big companies yeah um, i've got a game behind me i'm not going to point it out um but i've got a game behind me that's got one of my youtube friends on the back that has a positive i said oh did you know your name's on the back of this and i told him and he goes what bully essentially the same thing um, a popular streaming service that does retro games, you may have seen me do, done the same thing. Um, uh, 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 shows, uh, I think they, they, they took a quote out of context from a certain popular YouTuber that likes to review things on a sofa. This happens all the time. The reason why this is a big deal is because it's happened in the last couple of weeks with, um, with, within television. It's not a good thing that this happens all the time. But it does happen all the time. Um, but because, like I say, this is all just constantly blowing up. Every single day, there's something new yeah. with, within the world of Intellivision. This is just the, 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 ne the next thing. And, um, yeah. Uh, honestly, this would probably blow over quite quickly if it, wasn't, if it didn't have Intellivision and me going <laughs> attached to it. Um, but, yeah, there we go. Oh, let's yes, uh, also forget. Uh, there's one more bit, isn't there? They're they're talking about um, mobile games uh, being released out of these Amico titles. So, uh, yeah, it's almost like you don't need the console. Say that again. I may so have most, missed this bit myself. So uh, I've been reading around the the waves. Uh, I'm trying to find a link now, but uh, supposedly uh, some of these games will be launched on mobile platforms. So, okay, big, big allegedly there, guys. I hadn't heard that myself. Big allegedly on that one, yeah. I, I, I remember seeing it, um, but yeah, I, I just need to confirm that. We'll do a follow up next week and just make sure, um, make sure that that's absolutely correct. So take pinch of salt for now. That's interesting. If anyone, I know there's a lot of people that follow it in the chat right now. Feel free to to, to chime in if there's something that you know you've got more information on that. Um, mm. So yeah um uh, nick richards posted that on star engine so it's from an official source uh says midi music forever interesting well, there we interesting. are yeah okay we'll have to have a look into that um and uh yeah from what i understand there may be a little niggly bit here and there but that's everything that's gone down within the last couple of weeks uh week really um and it's not good Nope. It's not good. Uh, I feel it's probably important for me, at least, to try and uh, explain where I stand with all this. Because I've definitely, 
I'm not in the, the I'm not in the Saggy Melons uh, retro bro group, but I, I I definitely seem to be pushed more into the pro amigo group. Um, you know, like the hog, the the the, the lover. I, I've definitely been called a shill over this. Um, you know, hey, I'll tell you guys right now what I'm holding in my hand for people listening. I am holding these these NFT um, cards. Yes, I have them right here and they were not purchased they were sent to me for the purposes of review i'm literally reviewing a cardboard box with a card and a coin uh because the game isn't out yet um it isn't finished yet whatever it may be um but yeah I, besides the fact that i've had this sent to me i i i have been called a shill on this so let me actually for the record state where i stand with this um I don't think I'm 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 heavily pro on this because um, well what I'll say positive let's let's start with the positives because I'm I, you know I, I don't want to be a negative podcast let's let's do the positives I do like the look of the system I do like the look of the system as I'm sure plenty of other people do out there the, the one of the biggest arguments that constantly gets thrown around and it's and it's something that I will always fight back how can you like the look of it the games look shit and it's like well i'm sorry i don't know if they do i mean not all the games are my cup of tea shark shark not really for me um the tank tank game definitely has low uh, frames per second uh, on it but i do like the look of these games these are the games that when i have my mates over and we got some beers and we were playing like playing stupid games i like doing that and obviously on the family side as well so i do like the look of the system I am a 100%, and I'm sure you're, gonna, you, 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 you're probably the same, Grizzly. I am f a full-on sucker for novelty. VR. Um, I've got the Wii U behind me. <laughs> yeah. Switch. Obviously, Switch was a big success. But uh, the iToy, Connect. Um, you know what? Even Stadia. I will get these things when they first come out because I just have to know what it's like to play that thing myself. I'm so into that. You know, this, you know like, on, on the lead-up to Connect, there were people talking like, what the fuck? This looks shit, you know, like really not interested in this. But I had to get it because I had to experience what it's like. It's not something that, the 3DS, I it's not something you can look into review and, and and take their word for it. You have to try it for yourself. And yeah, the Amico, I think we can all agree at least if it, it comes out the way it's um uh uh being displayed by the company themselves, yeah, I I I'm one hundred percent I want to try that novelty. It's just the way yeah. I'm I'm wired. Um, I do like the games, uh, 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 more, more so the people that are behind the games. Earthworm Jim is one of my all-time favorite games. There's an Earthworm Jim 4 coming out for this, if it happens. Um, I'm excited for that. I'm willing to put money down to, you know, for my deposit to hopefully play that one day. Um, I know personally me and my kids are going to like this system if it ever comes out. Um, uh, uh, what is important that no one seems to be bringing up on the positive side, when people play this system, when you see people reviewing the system that have actually played it, almost, obviously not everyone, almost everyone likes it. The mo one of the most I hate everything in the world Smash JT came away and put 10 grand down because he liked playing it. Uh, I'm sure he liked everything else that happened that day as well. Besides the point, pe people that play the uh, uh, Amico, from what I've seen online, tend to like it. So that makes me want to... That, 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 that rises up my curiosity even more. I want to try this thing. I, I mean, I'm, I'm enticed. Uh, that, that dial thing, that's not something we've, we've tried in this day and age. I want to try it out. Um, and... Uh, 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 and I have, I can't say names. You're just going to have to take this grain of salt, however you want to take it. I have spoken to insanely reputable people 
in the scene that have seen this thing running, whether that's through a webcam or they've actually played it themselves. And they, 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 they at least have seen that it exists because when people say this thing doesn't exist, it will never come out. Well, it obviously does exist because people have played on it. Um, so I, I, I at least take their word, the fact that, you know, hey, it does exist. Not that anyone should really argue the fact that it exists because people, like I say, have played it. Um, and obviously this is the most stupid reason, but I am unique. I am unique in the sense that I have a YouTube gaming history channel, and this is in television, making new games on old franchises. So it's obviously very, very important for me to get something like this. Uh, and hey, the one we all want to know, uh, we, we want to hear about. I run a series called the Kickscammer series. If this comes out and it's the, the, the best thing since the Nintendo Switch sells more than the Nintendo Switch, or it, it doesn't come out and it's the biggest scam since the Coleco Chameleon, whatever angle that falls on, it's going to be good for the Kick Scammer series because I will make that into an incredible video. Now, that's the positives. And I've gone through a fair few positives there. You can see why I'm at least interested in this thing. Um, but the negatives, it's expensive. Way too expensive. If this system comes out the way it's intended, it's simply way too expensive to ever make a dent. Like, I'm going to buy it. I'm happy to buy it. I, I've, I've got the disposable income to buy this, and I've got the job that, uh, that, that, that makes it worthwhile getting. This system needs to be 150 at the absolute most. It needs to be a £99 system. Yeah. It needs to be a £99 <clears> system. <throat> but... um. Yeah, the I, fact that I it might now be going even, up to 300. I don't think we'd even be talking about um, the Amico with such ferocity if it wasn't for the fact that it was 250 quid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've said that to Tommy's face. Uh, I definitely said that to him in chat. So I, I'm sure I said it in the interview. Maybe I didn't. I, I'm, I've definitely said that to Tommy. It's too expensive. It is what it is. If they can't do it at that price, they can't do it at that price. But it should be a 100 pound system at 150 at the absolute most uh, with those games as well. Um, I've said I don't like the fact that it hasn't got physical cards. You know, this is interesting to me. This is all part of the novelty. But I want physical cards. I'm holding the NFT cards there. Sorry for people listening. Uh, that's a novelty. That, that, that raises on the novelty side of it. Like, I, How does that work? Oh, my God, this is enticing. But I, I, I would much rather this. Even if it was, if it was like a, a Switch, like a little SD card, like weirdly shaped. But um, uh, yeah, there we go. Um, obviously, I don't like the delays. No one likes the delays. Uh, I don't like how it's just constantly going up in price, of course. Uh, I hate, I hate the way the information is being leaked. Right now, I can tell you two companies that I'm working with, but I cannot tell you what I'm working on with those two companies. Strictly Limited Games and Numskull. I'm working with them as two companies because they're releasing something that I'm very interested in. But you guys don't know what it is. You, you can probably work it out. But you guys don't know what it is. And the reason for that is because I have a set date that I can tell you that guy's inf that information. That's not because we're trying to keep things away from you guys. Not so at all. It's because it's, it's, it's marketing 101. If I plus I'm probably Rerez and all these other companies that have also been um, uh, leaked this information. Uh, been told this information in private that have signed NDAs. I've never signed an NDA with Amico, and I still think that's that's bonkers considering some of the stuff I've been told. Um, uh, uh, it's a good it's, it's it's a good thing I'm a respectable person. <laughs> it really is. Um, 
It's because on whatever date this is, that is strictly limited, and, and Numskull in this instance want me to release this info, I'm going to release this info, and I guarantee you the day that happens is I'm going to go over to uh, uh, YouTube, and there's going to be about another 15 people that are doing the same thing. You guys are going to hear all about that at the same time. And it's not just you small, because uh, we are quite a small amico niche here. It's the world are going to hear about that. Uh, uh, the world, okay, that's a bit ridiculous. But a vast majority of people are going to hear about that a lot more and it's it's marketing 101 instead the way in television amigo do it is they'll tell someone in the middle of a three-hour live stream a certain fact that you've got to now sit through a three-hour live stream on a channel that no offense to anyone here but like a 100 subscriber channel it's like this is bonkers like one of the first things that happened after phil um he's getting his name phil adam did after the, moving over to CEO or publicly at least knowing that he moved over to CEO was go on a, a go on a a very small channel and have a mental live stream and that was that was how people were hearing about it. This is so bizarre. There's no there's no heavy press release. There's no uh, you know like like I say sprinkling on YouTubers and then then releasing that information at the same time. It's it's very bizarre, very very bizarre, and I, I don't like the way they've done that. Um, I, I find that very very peculiar, very peculiar. Um, I. I, I in the same breath, I do understand why Tommy's so approachable um, because he he always has been. Before the days of the Amico, he was commenting on my videos when I did things on uh, uh, Earthworm Jim, definitely MDK uh, and other things that he had worked on because I've always praised his music. Say what you want about him. I still think the man's talented as fuck. He's very, very talented. That's why I gave him the respect he deserves by doing a part one, let's talk about your history, part two, right, let's fucking rip into you at the Intellivision. Because um, he does deserve the respect. And um, he's always been very, very, very approachable. But so, so much. We joked in the early days of this, before we even spoke about who he was, if we bring up the Amico, he's going to show up. Like, how mental is that? That's yeah. bonkers. Let's talk about Phil Spencer. Hopefully he turns up. Like, again, you're comparing it with Microsoft to, <laughs> to, to Amico. It's two entirely different ball games. But still, it definitely didn't happen with the Ouyar. It didn't happen with... You, you don't get this with the Evercade. You know. It's mental. It happened once with Sega. I talked about Sega and they, they were in the chat. Oh my God, Sega here! It's like, you know. Tommy just is everywhere. <laughs> you know? It's uh, it's bonkers. It's bonkers to the point where it's too far because at first, that's, even though it's a nice thing that you know he's talking to these small creators and and, ma and making them feel important, and that's always a good thing. I've all, you know I used to do the series where it was uh, five you know, or ten YouTubers under five k because it's important to to to, to um, for the for the for the the bigger channels or in his case, uh, I don't know if celebrity is the right word, but to 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 remember the little guys. But um, in the same breath, if you ever talk bad about in television or tommy he'll be in that comment section fighting back and it's like oh okay calm down mate calm down calm down yeah he's always blamed that on his it's italian heritage isn't he that it comes out fighting it's, it's, it's probably true but still it's yeah if that is the case it is not necessarily it, you know, adam but someone else should have been in charge you know paul you're right it's not ceo behavior but yeah, uh, yeah there you go, Paul. Yeah, you nailed it there, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't like the drama, although in my exact position, it's it's going to be good for the video. Um, and um, uh, of course, like many everyone else here, I don't like the amount of investments uh, slash crowdfunders because there are they are I I see them as different things. Um, 
that they have done. And I also think it is important to say, because as you know, I have spoken to Tommy in the past. Um, I fa- and I said about this in my, what I now think about Amico video, which I actually look back and I realize why people are a bit, they think I'm heavy pro. And I'm really not. But um, uh, when he told me that this was coming up, I, I, I'll, I'll say it here. I, 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 and I think I said it in the video anyway, so I'll, I'll just repeat it. But I said, like, you're going to get a lot of backlash off the back of this. It was, it was essentially just don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but from a business point of view, if you've got no other choice and you have to do it, go for it. I remember, I don't know if it was something I said to him. It may not have been, but it was like, if you do this, you're going to lose some of the hardcore pro. I didn't expect them to lose Smash JT, but hey, look what's happened. The amount of backlash has come off the back of this. And you've got to ask the question. You've got to ask the question. I'm, I'm going to get the website up here now. Yeah, I think what people need to remember is like... Is, uh, was it all worth it for £58,000? Mm. I don't think so. When you've got like... Um, the When you're dealing with the internet, people are getting very aware of Kickstarter crowdfunding, you know, mishaps and... My bad. You know, various, various other things. And, you know, people are getting wiser and wiser and they just... They can smell a rat, you know, super early. And... Uh, you know, at some in some cases, you know, you get a certain amount of goodwill. You know, if you're a new company that comes along with an idea that people believe in, you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get that support. But that that can very quickly dwindle, and it's moves like this which make people go, "Oh, hang on, you know, this isn't this isn't working, is it?" Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've got money in this. It's <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 a real shame, and um. I have always, on every single topic, not just the Amico, NFTs, you know, every single topic, I've tried my very, very best to be open-minded. And I think it's important to be like that because I guarantee you, especially with NFTs, 80, 90% of people that are crying about NFTs on Twitter don't know what NFTs are. You know, it's going to be the future, guys. Whether you like to admit it or not, it's going to be the future. It's just that companies need to work out how to do it right. Too many companies are jumping in on this for this not to be a thing that's going to be uh, taking over. Um, They need to do it right. I was someone that personally uh, wanted to make sure... I I didn't want to just shout, angry man shout at the cloud and and moan about this thing for no other for for no reason you know everyone else is angry i should be angry too i want to actually look into this thing because what i'm hearing is the fact that hey i can trade digital games that sounds fucking awesome you know i um these are environmentally friendly what's the fucking issue you know like i've got and then and then i look into it a bit more and i understand okay so environmentally friendly means it, it, it's not it's better than what it was but it's still not environmentally friendly and 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 this sort of thing so i understand it a lot more now and yes i have now gone into that camp but you're never going to have me in any way shape or form ever going to jump on something and say i hate it i hate it because everyone else hates it i want to make sure i understand the situation uh, uh correctly i do think there are positives definite positives like i say i am genuinely interested in the amico um but uh yeah that unfortunately Unfortunately, the negatives are outweighing uh, those those positives. It is what it is. Do I think this system is going to come out? No, it is not. Unfortunately, 
I, I don't think it will. I really, and I, 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 I wish, I pray that it does. I just don't think it will. I really don't think it will. Um, I uh, sh- should you invest in this? No. How could I honestly ever say you should? I, I don't think you should. I, I, I. My advice for anyone that is interested, because I've got, I've got friends out there that are genuinely very interested in the system. Hey, if you're interested, wait, wait for it to come out. And if it comes, you know, if it comes out, if it comes out and it's good and it's exciting, go buy one. You know, for the same reasons you're interested now, go and check it out. But don't invest. I, I, I personally don't see a world where this is going to come out unless some hardcore investor comes along now and drops some money, which is very likely, very likely. I've talked about Kickstarters in the past and it didn't happen. And then several years down the line, someone comes along, pays, and now it's a successful Kickstarter. Go and check out the um, one idea, uh, one the video I did on the late the the beer that was made from um, yeast from a vagina. <laughs> yeah. I said that would never. Uh, it, it failed. It heavily failed. After I did that video, a year later or something, someone came down and dropped like fifty k or whatever. I can't remember the money, but yeah, an amount of money. And now that is a thing. Or at least it was. You could go and buy, go and buy that. Someone could do the same thing here. It it, it could happen. I really do believe it could happen. Um, throughout this whole thing, I've tried to be my absolute fairest because I think Tommy deserves, from his heritage at the very least, deserves to be fair. Um, I, I I did my um interview with this and uh, this is the thing people call me a shield on the back of me doing this uh me, the, 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 sorry the interview the unboxing uh of these these nft cards but you go back and look it's like 80 90 negative that video on these things almost everyone was negative i was a little bit more positive than than most i think there was me and one other person that was a bit more positive but even i why are these not physical i'm so angry these are not physical but you know, I still filled the video up with negative because I wanted to give honest opinions. Um, uh, uh, the interview, I tried to be respectful because he deserves it, in my opinion. He's, he's a legend in the gaming industry. He's worked on an absurd amount of games, some of my all-time favorites. Um, that's why I tried to cut it up because there's no way you could put that into one interview. There's no way you can be respectful and now let's talk about the Amico. <laughs> you know, I had to cut it up. I, I, I think it, it, he deserves it and... Um, um, I tried to be my uh, my, my, my fairest. I, I I do admit the last video I uploaded, which is my more more recent thoughts or whatever I called it, was a bit too white nighty. Um, I look back and I'm like, oh, actually, I didn't word that correctly. I didn't word that right. But um, uh, yeah, I, I've tried to be my honest, and I, I'm going to continue to do so. Um, if and when this thing ever comes out, I will definitely get myself uh, a unit. Um, well, as you guys know, I've put a deposit down. Not an investment. Not an investment. Um, and you will got and you guys will be hearing about it. So let's wait and see. Um, but uh, as of right now, that's why this topic was the beefiest one because look at the amount of shit that's happened in the last week. <laughs> it's mental. Yeah, shit indeed. I think the only thing I've really got to add because uh, that's that's very much Dan's show the right there. Um, it's all so I took I, over I, there, man. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, we've got two, Tommy Uyamiko in the uh, in the chat. It's always good to see your face, Tommy. Um, I know that you're very staunchly um, anti Miko, and you've got quite a creative side when it comes to showing that. But um, I do appreciate uh, you jumping in and uh, joining the discourse in a very measured sense. Um, 
when it coming back to uh, what you were saying before, Dan, about uh, everything you've just said, uh, he said, right, make a proper video of all of this one. Uh, I think it goes without saying, um, Dan would be the first to make a kick scammer if uh, if this doesn't come out. And we've, we've no, no, kick scammer's before. happening. I will do a video on this. Yeah. If this thing comes out and it's the ultimate like switch killer. Uh, you know, like sell your PC, sell your home consoles because you don't need nothing but an Amico in your life. Um, sell your family, get more Amicos. Uh, Amico yeah. in every room. Uh, I will still do a video about this because everything leading up to its release has been... I, I, I don't know any other, any other history to any other console ever. There's lovers and haters of Xboxes and Playstations. Nothing like this. Yeah. Um... And also, um, just yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. No, I was just going to say from my side, but if you if you've got a tangent, to continue. <laughs> have I got a tangent? I've, I've, I've had a few of those. I've had a few of those. I, I, I can't remember, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's bonkers. It's bonkers. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say something else actually, but uh, I, th- I think I've said enough. Yeah. So uh, from my side, I, mean, I, I know I know Dan's pre-ordered the console and what have you. Uh, from my point of view, I've never. I've never like put any like actual money down on an an Amico thing. I've always kind of been like a passive observer, but Dan was absolutely right in what he said. I'm very much attracted to novelty. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm generally the kind of person who will wait and see a little bit first to make sure that my, you know, if I do spend money, um, then it's, it's at least worth a little bit towards that. Um, I have been known to buy, weird stuff like the tiger game com comes to mind the gizmondo comes to mind um i've still got my um atari jaguar somewhere and that you know at one point these were very similar like propositions you had a console which was being offered by um either small or large developers um with a promise uh that i believed in and sometimes it just doesn't pan out for whatever reason uh, and that's okay because along the way, the gaming industry, as much as there's a hell of a lot of success, you get your God of Wars, you get your Super Mario's, and you get your Sonic the Hedgehogs. You're going to have a few bubsies in there as well, and those those build the gaming industry nearly as much as the successes because people learn from these mistakes. People understand that these are mistakes, and that's all I see this as being. If it doesn't, if it doesn't pan out for whatever reason, I see it as more of a mistake. You know, people getting in over their head, not being able to, you know, um, to uh, deliver on that promise. But I don't see it as being malicious, which mm-hmm. some people tend to do. I don't see it as. I've gone into this business knowingly to try and scam people. I mean, look at the names that are com- appearing on the screen. You don't like cite names like Toy Story, Earthworm Jim, and all of that without having some head on your shoulders thinking that you can do this. And it's okay if you can't. It's an expensive mistake to make, but it's okay because that's what the gaming industry is built on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's 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 where I'm at, really, because... I want it to succeed. I want all game consoles to succeed. Yeah, I have a laugh when they don't, as do many of the people in the chat, and as do many, <laughs> as, you know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this is the industry that I love. I love playing games. I love seeing new hardware. I love being 
um, trying out new hardware. So, yes, if, if if it did release, I probably would buy one because, well, I want to see what it's all about. You, you as, as Dan says, you can never really know until you actually try it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I am cautious. I am very, very cautious. And when I see, like, gameplay footage of the likes of that Tank Tank game or... Um, Shark Shark, and I go, yeah, it kind of looks a bit JPEG-y. I've, I feel like I've seen that somewhere else before, or, uh, you know, I would much prefer if it was like that, um, the Recharge series that Atari have done on that VCS console, which everybody thought was going to be a failure, but there it is, it's existing, and it may not be great, but hey, they did it. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where I want it to do well. Um it's- I want to be able to be excited about it. Yeah, one one of the things that um, I I think is quite a good comparison to make. Uh, Again, you shouldn't really compare Nintendo to Amica or anything like that, but Mm. Nintendo are one of the most confusing people in the gaming industry. Every single year, multiple times, they'll do something. It's like, what? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you release an, an NES Mini that sells so insanely well and then just stop production? What? What's that about? Why would you? Um, uh, why would you make your online service so insanely backwards? And it's just like, but you haven't got anyone to talk to. You can't go to these companies and uh, to Nintendo and and and, and talk to them. Amico is different. Amico is different. Um, you know, they will come to you. <laughs> They'll come to your chat and answer your questions. Um, and. You, 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 they, they, they do they do some insanely confusing things because you know people can agree i'm sure, I, I mean if if you don't agree i i, I don't know where, where where you've been but the system exists people have played the system at these you know crayola events and wherever else so they exist um why why in hell haven't they sent a review unit the same way sega sent me a mega drive mini before it came out so i could preview it they gave me certain things. Oh, you can. Here's the unit. Please don't show off the games. You can show off the console itself. Blah blah blah. Send and send it on to this particular person, and then we're going to send you another one at a future date where you can look at it. This is just the way that these game companies work. Why are they not sending off? I remember suggesting like, hey, what you should do. And I, I've never, I've never spoken to DF Foundry and stuff like that. But I said maybe you should send one over to Rerez or DF Foundry or someone to that effect because they will give an honest, fair opinion. Um. Because I, I don't see why they can't. They could just pick up one of those systems from the Crayola event and send it. In fact, as a perfect example, one of those companies I talked about earlier, um, I'll tell you who it is, Strictly Limited, um, the thing that they're sending me doesn't have a case. So I've got things that I can and can't talk about it. They say, okay, so you can show this, but you can't show this because it's not the final product, blah, blah, blah. There's no reason why in television can't do that. And why are they not sending? And this is where I'm getting angry and a bit like, come on, give us something. Give us something more than words. Give us something. Give yeah. it this. In in my opinion, from their point of view, again, you know, hey, I'm just a humble YouTuber. I'm I'm not marketing 101, but I, I I do work with enough companies to see how they handle things. Why are they not sending um, a, a, a a review unit? It's not finished. The a, uh, the, the the AI. Um, sorry, the um. Uh, the back end for whatever reason doesn't work it, you turn it on and it will just instantly load up this one game but you can see how it works you can see how the controller works send it to a very respectable channel guaranteed they eat that stuff up big time big time but 
for whatever reason they don't whatever reason they don't and for all the haters out there that i'm talking pro now that say why are you interested in a system that looks like it's come out from 2015 two weekends ago i was playing zombie u with my friends on the wii u because it's a freaking awesome multiplayer game and i'm gonna be doing the same this friday that's a game that came out in 2012 i like playing these fun multiplayer games um uh and and, and the amico looks like that sort of system so we'll just i i don't think it's gonna happen but i i really hope it does <laughs> yeah mm. there we go there we go wow uh, mega topic <laughs> but you know it, it's important there's a lot that's happened over the last week and you know what? The fact that a lot of people out there think that they've only got a couple of months left um, to stay afloat, I think they've got a bit longer than that, personally. But, um, uh, uh, yeah, like, uh, you're probably going to be hearing a lot more about it. Yeah, for it, sure. It, it's such an interesting topic. And that's, it, it, it's, it's so enticing, no matter what, what angle you sit in. And, and the thing is, what happens, what seems to happen with this is, you're a little bit positive or you're a little bit negative. You know, what are you talking about? It's crap. Or I think it actually looks quite good. You'll get battered by the haters or you'll get battered by the hardcore lovers. And then because of that, you're going to end up getting pushed further and further and further into that negative space or into that more hardcore loving space. And um, yeah, then you become part of the cult or the haters, as they call it. So it's... Um, the longer it goes on, the more the more those those groups get filled up. Nuts, nuts. We change topic. Should we watch the numbers go down? <laughs> <laughs> Man, crazy. Right, talking about offerings. Um, let's have a quick chat about Google Stadia, and we'll make it quick because this is all kind of like uh, from an opinion piece on Forbes. Um, but it's sort of based in fact uh, because there's been a few reports and a few insider uh, pieces of information about the Stadia. And it appears that Google is deprioritizing the Stadia platform. Um, so for people who aren't aware necessarily, Stadia is the console uh, which was uh, cloud-based, allowed you to play uh, games via streaming. Uh, Dan did a review of the Stadia when it first came out. Um and uh, it's it's pretty good from what we understand, but it's probably not the offering that most people wanted. It's, again, a bit too ahead of its time when it comes to streaming technology because people in the UK don't exactly have the greatest internet across the, uh, um, across the board. Um, but yeah, it looks to, it looks to be that uh, Google Stadio is deprioritizing. Um, they want to instead, focus on some white label mechanics so this forbes article goes into the details um of where inside um insider teams and insider staff have basically said that look right okay stadia is the lesser priority um the white label offering uh which was going to the likes of bungie you know for destiny 2 um capcom was another one that was cited as being interested in cloud-based technology so they can get their games further across the field um is far more attractive so just operating that cloud-based system for um say like ea play capcom games ubisoft it seems to be that's where they feel the money is at as opposed to running their own gaming platform um to be honest i'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner i'm surprised mm -hmm. this isn't where they started 
I mean, we're already seeing this move from the likes of Amazon with that Amazon Web Services. The whole new world game is based off this kind of technology and this kind of server base. And Google just, you know, they're, they're never too far away from Amazon, uh, never too far behind from Amazon or too far ahead in some cases. So, um, yeah, I'm just genuinely surprised that this hasn't happened already. Yeah, this is an interesting one. It's an interesting one. I've I've never um I don't hate it as much as everyone else does. Um you know, I am obviously more of a physical guy, I obviously prefer my physical stuff, but uh, when I had it, uh, I mean I didn't play any games that were like hardcore one on one and when I did I did notice a bit of lag, like we're talking um uh one on one fighters, I can't remember, it was like a street fighter type game. But um yeah, I did notice a little bit of lag, but all the other times I'm playing Pac-Man there's a Pac-Man exclusive Pac-Man game on there and uh, uh, Guilt played through that game completely. Never had a problem with it. Um, and that's where, I, you know, <laughs> bring back the Amico. I'm going to be honest. If, if that system ever comes out, I'm going to be just as honest as I was with this. Like I played it and I'm like, I played it for eight hours and had one dropout. It's kind of not bad. Like I've yeah. never had issues with it, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's definitely before it's time. Um, well, I'm getting fiber put in my house within the next week, so uh, maybe I'll uh, <laughs> maybe I'll re-sign up to Stadia. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't really got anything to add. I'm sorry. So uh, the one thing that I've got to add on this one is it's interesting how Bungie came up in the whole Stadia thing. Um, so Google supposedly, um, so sorry, starting again. Bungie was looking for a cloud-based way in which they could deliver Destiny 2 to their players. Um, that was the whole reason the Stadia exclusivity deal came out, and that's that's outlined in the article. And uh, for for those listening at home, the article is available to uh, click in the link uh, of the description of the of the of the whether you're on Spotify or whichever thing. Um, but uh, yeah, they they were apparently approached by then then by Google to say, well, we'll release your we could release your game on this upcoming streaming service. And I find it very interesting that as a result of Google trying to get a bit further in with Bungie, we've suddenly seen news about Sony buying Bungie. Now it really does stand to reason in my head that the big, the big free console manufacturers, whether it be Sony, Microsoft or what have you, it feels like they're trying to buy these companies away from these like bigger non-gaming companies, and we're we're seeing a, this like kind of restriction and resentment from uh, the big the big companies. And we've already seen Microsoft report on it, saying, you know, we're not worried about PlayStation or Nintendo. We're worried mm -hmm. about Amazon and Google. And it really does stand to reason that they're trying to keep the gaming companies away from Amazon, Apple and Google so that they don't get into the space because I think they understand that if they do, then there's, there's more trouble. There's more, more heavily uh, stacked competition. It would explain why Microsoft is so, uh, so purchase happy right now. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Mm. Imagine if, imagine if Google got access to the likes of Activision Blizzard, that entryway into China alone is massive for them. So, that's all I'm going to say. There it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Nintendo Direct. Yes. So we, I think we'll, 
we'll we'll have a quick flick through. Of so the I, 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 yeah, we won't do the whole thing. But um, what what was your standout for this? Uh, it's definitely Kirby. Uh, okay. Yeah, the, the 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 little pink boy can turn into a car. I'm a big fan of that. Um, <laughs> I I especially like the fact that it looks like he can't hold it all in. Uh, that's amazing, in in my opinion. I feel like that's a game changer, and it's going to be better than any Mario game ever released. Oh no way! It will yeah. not be Odyssey. Kirby it's going to be a good game. Nintendo. Kirby's Nintendo's best boy. There's there's no denying that. There's plenty of denying that. Uh, it, it's going to be a fun game. I'm I'm still so scared that it's going to be like the easiest thing I'll play all year. But um, yeah, it, it looks yeah. fun. I, I I'm excited to play it still. I think it'll be good fun good fun um yeah that i would say that's actually my second the big winner for me is uh let's see if we can find it on here there we go the mario kart 8 booster pack which yes. guys if you go to shop two now for people listening you can buy this for 16 pounds 86 turns out so you buy this now it'll work out 35p per track <laughs> yeah Mario Kart 8 is one of the best games, like, def pro I would say probably the best kart racing game ever made. I loved it on the Wii U. Uh, I love it even more now with the, with the, uh, with the better, um, uh, what was it, challenge mode? Not the challenge mode, the, the, the combat mode. Um, and now we're getting another 48 courses for what, what, what it was supposed to be, £25. Insane insane yeah. i will say the first thing i saw when i looked at it, i'm like oh they don't look as detailed as the, the all of the previous ones but you know hey this this will bring us up to 96 tracks in mario kart which yeah, is I gotta, absurd i gotta say like when the wii, wii u came out they they were just trying dlc for the first time and i've gotta say like they they they've got it down pat they understand, right? Nintendo understand best. I, I don't know anyone. if they do understand. They could, they could easily double price this, and I would still that's, buy it. That's exactly that's exactly why they've done it like this. Because Mario Kart Eight, since the Switch has come out, has been in the top ten charts of the UK alone since since launch. It and has. In fact, it was the top selling Wii U game. It's the top selling Switch game. Um, can you imagine how many people are still playing? you know, Mario Kart on their Switch to this day. And they can get £16.85 flat from everyone or <laughs> subscription signups for their online service. The plus thing. They're yeah. quids in. They do not need to charge more. Yeah, this is this is a good move. Good move from them. I, I was well impressed with this. And also one thing that not many people are talking about, uh you technically actually don't need to pay the £16 or whatever it is. If you play online uh and someone else has it um yeah then you can still actually play the courses you, you you can't play them single but you can still play them it's it's, it's just something to add um <clears throat> also shown off was the kirby uh game which does look really fun i'm definitely going to be picking that up myself um yeah. mario strikers I'm, I'm not a football game fan but um i do like the the silly fun football -y games sega soccer slam for the xbox is my all-time favorite in that genre but i did have Bring fun on the Mario Strikers one. Bring back Hack Me All-Stars, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, Speedball, that's, that's what they need to bring back if you're into that sort of thing. Bit yeah. of Speedball, that was good. Uh, another standout for me was Klonoa. 
Uh, we get to yeah. we get the first two Klonoa games being re-released on a collection set. I'm yeah, my video's done a little uh, my my history of Klonoa, which no one watches anymore, add a little uh, boost. <laughs> Thanks to that announcement. So that was quite nice. People going, "What the hell is a Klonoa?" Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I loved it back in the day. I rented it, um, and then my sisters bought it and didn't get very far, and then I fully completed the game. Like it was a really good game. The original uh, uh, Door of the Phantom Isle or whatever it's called. Um, uh, there, there's a couple of big ones, other big ones, Splatoon 3 and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Splatoon 3 wasn't a new announcement, but they, they showed okay. it off more. I, I've, I've got to talk a little bit about Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Okay, so oh, okay. is there any fans of Xenoblade Chronicles in the chat? Um, just quickly, uh, just quickly go give us a, like a yay or nay. Um, I'll make the uh, tumbleweed noises. Yeah, because I've got I've got a question I've got a question to ask every single one of you. Do you ever listen to that voice acting and go, "Yes, that is a British accent, and that is exactly how we all sound," um, and this is this is good because I don't think people actually listen to dialogue in Japanese RPGs. You know, whenever you see a trailer for Fire Emblem, I've, the Live Alive game, that Alive Alive game, by the way, looks really, really cool because, you know, it was an unreleased Jap uh, Japanese game. Uh, well, it never came over to the West and we're finally getting it. That's a great move. But I've got to ask, since when has, you know, I have ambitions and virtues, and this is actually a quote that I heard during the Nintendo Direct, since when is that dialogue? And no, I do not sound like exactly like everyone in that trailer. No, no, bad, Michael. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they've gone for this like really like whimsical Brit voice for every character in that game, but it does my head in. It does my nuts if uh, if you really want to use a proper British, British. term. British, yeah. Slag. Uh, I I don't know. So, uh, yeah, um, we're going to uh, fight the fight the demon monster now. Um, chip, chip, pip, pip, mm -hmm. chim, chim, chiru. No, it's funny when not I went ever. when I went to America on my honeymoon. I never forget this. Like me and my wife are just not football fans, as in British football uh, fans at all. And uh, I remember saying to her, like literally, it came out my mouth. I was like, "Isn't this so good? We're not surrounded by football outs. It's so good." And we opened our, our, um, uh, our, our hotel door and we saw two people walk past wearing proper British football gear. And I was like, that's a bit weird. We went downstairs and the whole lobby was full of uh, football fans, like British football fans. Because when apparently when America does the big soccer uh, uh, thing, they like, have loads of games happening at once. Um, so I was like, what is going on? This is nuts. And then we sat there and we was having our breakfast. And this kid just eyes lit up and just looked over at us because they heard that we were British. Are you guys British? This is my American accent. It's like, uh, yeah. Oh my God, what, what team do you support? And I'm like, uh, I don't. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You've met the only two people that just don't care. It was funny because they kept talking to us about if we ride horses and stuff. I'm like, no. No, no, no. No tea drinking or ringing people from red phone boxes here. <laughs> Mary anyway. Poppins and all that, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the other one that really, like, I, I'm surprised No Man's Sky hasn't happened already. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was another announcement. Well, yeah, while you're bringing these up, this, this event, more than any other, is showing near the end of the life of the Switch, by the way, because 
so much of it is reboots or remakes. Let's let's be honest, Dan. That has been the the predominant output of the Switch since the start. That's I know, but there was an entire really section. Portal, no, not needed. Bring on the Steam Deck. Portal, Force Unleashed, No Man's Sky, Advance Wars, Earthbound, and and the second uh, uh, Assassin's Creed, Front Mission, Kingdom Hearts, Live a Live or Live a Live, Live a Live, Live a Live, whatever it is. Uh, all of those things plus more. Uh, I mean, we might as well say Wii Sports is a remake because it ain't as good as the Wii Sports Resort game that came out for the Wii. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's because I know to... that Steam Deck's coming. It's because I know that when, Steam Deck's coming. When it came to the likes of No Man's Sky, though, um, I have to call bullshit on that trailer. Um, I'm pretty sure that was the 4K trailer from the PS5. Um, announcement when they were doing the uh, the next gen thing because there is absolutely no human way that that will look as good as that on the switch the switch is not as powerful as ps4 and it did not look like that on the ps4 there's just no way it's going to look that good yeah no No way uh the chrono cross one looked awful I mean, I'm not a fan of those games anyway, but I'm like, come on, did they really not do anything to it? It's just a crappy port at this point. Well, that's the thing. They, they, they're probably doing the whole Final Fantasy thing where they start off by remastering uh, remastering the games or re reporting the games just to make them available. And then if there's enough uh, uptick, then they'll probably it's do like a so remake. Bad frames per second, everything about it. I'm like, come on, this looks awful. Do you think that they were just pulling the footage from the PlayStation release, though? I, I, I think this is just the PlayStation port emulated on a Switch. Wow. I mean, like, you need to do something to make it look nice. And, and yeah, I, I remember seeing people uh, pointing this out. It looks like what they've done, uh, especially with those backgrounds, because obviously, you know, for people that are listening in, same with, like, Final Fantasy, um, uh, ones for the PlayStation 1, I mean um a lot of rpgs what they do is they, they have like a static image and then your character just walks around on that static yeah image the, the pre-rendered like. footage yeah but they, they, they just seem to have used a, a sort of waifu editing program which i use in my videos where you basically just blow up the image four times and what it does it like sort of cartoonifies everything uh it doesn't clean it it's not they're not taking the original artwork and blowing that up they're just blowing up the original low res quality images and it seems like they're doing the same thing here um i'm not a fan of chrono cross so i'm not really caring but for fans out there of this series and i know there's a lot of you i would be pretty upset if i were you about this one not good yeah i mean it's like what resident evil used to pull the same trick um and they i think even capcom turned around and went you know what these things are getting a bit dated now when they mm-hmm. got to the gamecube release of like resident evil 2 and then that's why we keep seeing remakes you know it's just i mean everything just looks so washed and 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 stretched like the way uh when when you when you do blow up images in in that program because i i do it myself when i'm doing editing videos uh if you have like one bold color against uh uh you know something completely opposite on the the color spectrum those especially with text they sort of blend together a little bit and you do see that here i wouldn't be surprised if they're using some kind of technique the same way and i i think it's a bit disgusting it's like oh the switch people like rpgs put it on there yeah it's not good it would be nice to like i don't know have some more platform games and stuff like that i'm just being greedy i suppose you know 
I feel like the JRPG guys have had their fill when it comes to the Switch. You guys are getting so much for your money with that console. My God, but yeah. When, when it comes to like games like I, I like, you know, I'm thinking back to like Mercs and what have you, the action games, platformers. <laughs> I feel like we're underserved at this stage compared to what the JRPG guys get. I mean, that's every, always the way with Nintendo, though. It really feels like, though, for every Nintendo Direct since the 3DS came out, we've had something to do with Fire Emblem turn up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm, I'm not reading the chat completely, but I'm seeing people there bring up House of the Dead. There was no talk of House of the Dead. Although they recently followed me on Twitter. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yes, um, we, need, we yeah. need more House of the Dead news. I want yeah. that game. That remake, that looks sexy. Yeah, well, the idea of it is sexy, at least. But anyway, guys, those are our main topics uh, of tonight. Um, I, I would say, sorry, last thing, uh, it was actually a pretty decent direct. They, they showed off a, a decent amount of stuff. Not all for me, but hey, it's, it's never yeah. always going to all be for we, me. We sound super critical, but in reality, it was one of the best directs in in many many months yeah they've done all right they've done all right but um yeah uh moving on to our and the rest section uh which we can quickly skim through here yeah uh platinum games they're yeah. casting uh their net out aren't they yeah so based on just like a really quick interview uh with the ceo of platinum games uh basically he done turned around and said um that we are open to the idea of being uh, bought out uh, if we get to maintain creative freedom. Now, I really hope that this uh, almost kind of doesn't happen because I love Platinum Games. Mm-hmm. And there was another piece of news recently where they turned around and said that we want to change the way we make games because right now um, people buy the games and they, they kind of forget about them or you know they, they just don't make the impact. And I would say that's true because you see the likes of Bayonetta it's really, really good, a really, really popular game for all the five minutes, and then everyone forgets about it, moves on to the next thing. Vanquish was the same. Um, Beautiful, uh, sorry, Wonderful, Wonderful 101, 101 was, yeah. was exactly the same. And, you know, I can kind of see where they're coming from. But at the same Turtles time, game. but at the same time, they work best because they are an incredibly creative force. And when they release a hit, and that is 90% of the time, they are some of the best games to come out of Japan. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting that they're saying we're we're open to be uh, you know bought out by another company, and I'd imagine that the likes of Microsoft are rubbing their hands together with glee if it wasn't for Scalebound, which was had to be cancelled. Don't we own them already? <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised like if they if they didn't have like a file of facts and they've looked at Platinum Games and they're going, well, you know, they kind of blew it with Scalebound, so we're probably not going to touch that one. This this one belongs well and truly with Nintendo, I think, with the likes of um, Bayonetta and Astral Chain, which if you haven't played Astral Chain yet and you like your anime JRPG style games with a bit of action, Astral Chain is fantastic. It's the kind of thing I would have expected yeah, from Sega back in... Yeah, it's the kind of thing I'd expected from Sega from the Dreamcast and Saturn era, but with mm. the budget and the hardware to match. It's a great game, and I'd recommend anyone try it. Um, I, I would love to see more from Platinum Games, and I think they belong on Nintendo because it's that kind of work ethic, that kind of design uh, aspect that just doesn't get appreciated on um, the, the Xbox or PlayStation, not nearly as much. There you go, there you go. Um, yeah, I, I 
it doesn't really matter anymore. Uh, almost every company that buys these studios, I mean, I say almost every company, it's only really two, isn't there? Sony and Microsoft. Um, they buy them and still release them on all the other consoles anyway, so it doesn't really matter when that happens anyway. But uh, um, I'm sure they just want a nice injection of money, really. Mm. <laughs> games. Um, currently, over on um, Capcom forward slash games dot com uh, countdown. This is going on. For people that are listening. Uh, there is a timer on the screen. Currently, as the recording of this, it says five days and seven hours. What's it counting down to? No one knows for well, sure, but people have their theories. Yes, so this isn't necessarily a theory. This is from the Resident Evil uh, portal official. Um, so there's they've they've pulled out like an infographic which appears to be uh, pointing at a potential Resident Evil collection, and it's using original asset artwork. I'm hoping this means that they've understood that people really like the remakes, but they want to play classic Resident Evil. As a result, we're going to see some sort of uh, remaster uh, for those classic games. But also, this seems to be pointing at Street Fighter. Yep. Both massive Capcom properties, which are definitely due some sort of update this year. Um, I think that's what we uh, are going to look to expect here. 2022 marks the uh, 35th anniversary of Street Fighter Pro Tour. Well, uh, Street Fighter 6 was one of the games that IGM was able to uh, independently confirm. Um, had been in development at Capcom um, at the time of... Uh, uh, yeah, so very much could be something to do with Street Fighter 6 because... Even if it isn't this, it's being worked on. Uh, I know a lot of people in my Discord were loving the idea of Marvel versus Capcom 2 remaster. And there was obviously the petition um, for that. No, I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've got uh, the Monster Hunter sub-reek expansion, which a lot of people want, apparently. And uh, what I most want is some DLC for uh, Resident Evil Village, um, which... They they announced from the start of the game, so yeah, I'd imagine that there would be something on the lot. Something's going to be coming at some point, so we'll have mm. to see if it's uh, this might have something to do with that. Like literally, no one knows. I if I was a betting man, I'd put it on uh, Street Fighter because it is like you say the uh, 35th anniversary, and we know they're working on six. This seems like it's going to be a slightly bigger announcement than just a DLC for something. So I'm guessing it would be a bigger thing, something to do with Street Fighter. That is my guess. That's my guess. But then also, looking at the art style of it, it looks more Resident Evil. It's, it just yeah. looks clean and, you know, like a bit military-esque. Yeah, it definitely seems to be that way. Maybe mm-hmm. Resident Evil and Street Fighter are going to have a crossover game. <gasps> that's not the first time that's happened, actually. <laughs> okay. Uh then we another topic here. Uh, Microsoft confirms Activision Blizzard will release games on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement. So basically, Call of Duty is still coming out on PlayStation. Hey, that's nothing but a good thing. Yeah. So this is this is a thing that's uh, I'd imagine a lot of people were expecting. You're talking about a massive third um, a game that works across multiple platforms. Why would they want to change that? It's too much of a money spinner. And the market share is with PlayStation at the moment, so it would be foolish not to do it. Yeah. So good, good to see that this is the case. And, of course, the benefit will always be that you get the game for essentially free on Game Pass. That makes yeah. perfect sense to me. 
that's 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 what Microsoft are more interested in, what they can put on Game Pass rather than uh, exclusivity. I yeah, it's totally that. Um, then we have a Super Famicom game insert here. Tokimiku Memorial, okay, Heartfrob Memorial is receiving a fan translation. And this I know because it's old um what's his name? Um Koji Garushi. Uh of, of of Castlevania fame. It's what he worked on before he made the infamous Symphony of the Night. Um well he was working on the story department at least uh for this game. And it's getting a fan translation. So hey, wanna one of the more popular dating simulators? On the yeah. Super Famicom era. So, you know, proper it's a PC engine, wasn't it? Yeah, the engine, this one. Yeah, eight to sixteen bit saucy. There you go. Yeah, you see how we we, we ran past the last bit. Oh, Call of Duty. Oh, Heartfrob <laughs> game. <laughs> Let's move <Yeah>. on. <laughs> and uh, what's my um, last tab? Oh, Nico again. So we were going to talk about a certain trailer, weren't we? Oh yes. Oh yes. Um. Um. Yeah. Go on then. Let's do it. Um. I'll find it. There's been a lot oh. of trailers for a lot of movies recently. Did you check out the new Doctor Strange trailer? Yeah, looks good. Can't wait. Um, I love, love, uh, love me some Doctor Strange. Uh, there's also a new Cheaper by the Dozen. <laughs> Not just what, just what we wanted. Yeah. Is this still Steve Martin in that? No, it's uh, it's uh, is it Zach Braff from from um, Scrubs? Wow. Yeah. It's been a while. He probably needs the money. He had a Kickstarter at one point. Did he? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he funded his movie. I don't know if it ever happened. Actually, I'd have to look into that because I remember because uh, I don't. I can't remember his, his real name, but essentially Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory appeared in it in in the trailer at least. Yeah, uh, to promote it. Uh, so I'm going to put this uh, speed down to 0.5. But this is the trailer to Chippendale Rescue Rangers the movie. This is bizarre. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody really saw this one coming. Um, weirdly. Yeah, it's, it's a really weird one. So basically, yeah, it's Disney Plus exclusive. We're just talking about this because, you know, we like nostalgia. And I'm putting it on slow speed for people watching because I always get flagged after every stream um, for, for stuff I show in the trailers. Um, so the video, uh, the, the trailer starts off with um, hardcore nostalgia right there with um obviously showing the original uh, uh cartoon showing some cool merch you got uh lunch boxes the nes game all that sort of stuff um but then the actual show starts and yeah it's cameo after cameo there's paula uh, paul abdul uh the opposites attract people there um the three little pigs roger rabbit yeah so it's it's like a who's who of like washed up cartoon stars. I think that's where they're going with this. They're showing yeah. off all of the the cartoon stars that never really made it to the big time, and it it yeah, it looks great to see all of these together in that Who Framed Roger Rabbit style. But it is kind of weird how they're doing. Uh, they're doing the animation, but I don't like it. Thing. I don't like the animation. Yeah. So basically, I, I've obviously grown up with things like Roger Rabbit uh, and, and obviously other stuff like that, where it's hand-drawn animation on the screen and it to this day still looks utterly beautiful this is going down the route of like where they did with the uh tom and jerry movie that new one that came out where it's sort of like flat cgi characters 
yeah. in a 3D world and it doesn't look right. Um, there's like this joke about how Dale, he's the goofier one out of Chippendale, um, has uh, 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 taken, done the upgrade and he's all beautiful CGI where Chip is staying 2D, CG, 2D hand-drawn, but in actual fact, it's more cel-shaded. And they work together all the way through the movie, one's hand-drawn and one's CGI through this typical Rescue Rangers-style movie. And really, really strange. Um, but um, yeah. I'm, I'm 100% going to watch it. I'm all for it because, yeah, I mean, it's nostalgia. I used to watch Rescue Rangers like all the time when I was a kid. Um, I thought it was just something cool worth bringing up. Well, you did actually. I, 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 I think uh, Mike Towns would appreciate the Veggie Mike cameo that was in the fridge back then. <laughs> that came up. Yeah. Um, my favorite joke from the trailer has to be uh, the moment where they're going into the uncanny valley. Um, and they're seeing like the CGI cats actors, and they're saying, Oh, this is the place where all of the CG characters that have like that look lifelike, but. There's just something off about them. It's there's there's a whole joke about that. It was just quite good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, I'm up for trying it out. It's cool that Disney are doing more things like this. But man, they are throwing reboot after reboot after reboot or remake, whatever. Yeah, endlessly at the moment. Um, I like hey. I like these I like these nostalgic boosts. I'm a real sucker for it, and I understand it is weaponized nostalgia. Um, but at the same time. I'm going to get a kick out of it in the same way that I got a kick out of Space Jam all of those years back. And I'm, I think that's where they're planning to go with it. And, you know, Roger Rabbit is one of the finest animated slash live action films of all time. Uh, it's, a, it's a brilliant movie as well. It, everything it, about that movie is utterly fantastic. Yeah. If it can come close to approaching that, that'd be neat. Yeah. I, I just don't like the way the hand-drawn sections are done. It's, it's like flat, flat cell shade. And I, I think it looks good. And Dale just looks gross in CG. Yeah, he's definitely got that Chipmunks vibe, hasn't he? The, uh, the new yeah. Chipmunks vibe. I, yeah. I thought we were watching Alvin in the Chipmunks trailer earlier when we saw this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Hey, go check that out if you want. But, guys, I think we've reached the end of the podcast, the big, lengthy, booming podcast where we... Uh, Blimey. Yeah, chatting a lot about that Amico stuff and don't expect it to stop anytime soon because, um, well... Uh, in, Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> yeah. Let's start releasing it now. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Give absolutely. that a go. But uh, before we go, Grizzly has got something pretty awesome too. Yes. Uh, so we are. it's almost time for the charity stream. Um, it is indeed. That is happening this, this very week. So mm-hmm. Friday, uh, UK time, 10 a.m. in the morning, I will be starting a 24-hour stint to raise money for sans so i would like to just throw a couple of links in here and here um please do come and join uh stick a follow on so you can be notified when it comes up um i'm very much looking forward to doing the stream but it would be nice if you know people come in and chat and i'm not even going to turn around and say please make sure you donate please make sure you donate as much as it's for a great cause in reality uh when it comes to these kind of things Sometimes just being there is enough. And uh, that's a really big theme when it comes to the subject matter of what the charity is all about. So, uh,
um me 20 so um it's something that i want to bring awareness to and hopefully uh, raise some money so that they can provide the same kind of support they've provided me um uh, to you know everyone who is going through similar things so mm. yeah as i say sometimes all you just need is someone to talk to um they provide counseling or oh, in some cases they provide money so that people can get the help they need to be able to get through the t- possibly one of the toughest things you can face as either a prospective parent or a, just as a person so definitely uh definitely worth looking into make sure you guys show some support i'll be tweeting out about it and posting up on the community tab all that sort of stuff uh when it's going down and i will definitely be appearing a fair few times in there as well showing my support and um yeah it's all for a good cause even if you're just coming along and and, and showing support or sharing the uh, event it will be very 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 much appreciated and um yeah definitely worth doing definitely worth doing so uh guys we've reached the end so thank you all so so much for hanging out tonight i've literally lost my voice i've drunk well over two liters of water without going for a toilet break so i'm gonna end right in this second and run out of this door <laughs> uh and let's roll that outro thanks everyone for hanging out tonight it's been a quality one yeah great great episode guys see you next time catch you later bye bye Thanks for listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show with myself, DJ Slope, and my co-host, Grizzly Cryden, recorded live on Twitch every single Tuesday night. If you want to listen in live, then make your way over to twitch.tv forward slash Slope's Game Room at 9pm UK time, 1pm Pacific Standard Time, and 4pm Eastern Standard Time. And as stated, if you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider supporting the show on Patreon or as a YouTube member. And finally, if you do have any news stories for us then please do feel free to drop them in the dedicated rooms over on discord at discord.gg forward slash slopes game room and until next time guys this is dj slope signing out and hopefully i'll see you all next time